California has the largest population in the United States and the site of some of the most famous true crime cases in history. But there's more than meets the eye to the crime in California. Join Sean, Jessica, and Charles on the California True Crime Podcast as they cover crime both infamous and overlooked from around our state while looking at the deeper history that goes beyond beaches and movie stars. Bez Video Kingdom is brought to you by the Clue Haywood School of Assholery and Tobacco Chewing. Need to put somebody in their place with a well-timed joke about their kids? Ready to show up the new guy on the job with some general unnecessary dickishness? Ready to spit glorious pools of chaw juice out of your mouth like it ain't no thing? Then you need to enroll in the Clue Haywood School of Assholery and Tobacco Chewing. Each 90-minute course will have you well on the way to degrading each and every person you meet, all while maximizing the performance of that big fat wad of delicious snuff stuffed against your rancid gums. <laughs> Having a dinner with the new boss? How about comparing the looks of his wife with his dog, followed by <laughs> spitting a beautiful brown rainbow of Copenhagen all over his new carpet? Speaking at your best friend's wedding? How about an inappropriate dick joke and a high-speed skull stream straight in the bride's eye? You'll learn all of Clue's greatest methods for pissing off everyone around him, and if you act now, your first three cans of Grizzly are on us. The Clue Haywood School of Assholery and Chewing Tobacco. Sign your sorry ass up, meat. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing quite as effective as making fun of someone's kids. <laughs> <laughs> That'll shut him up. <laughs> Welcome back to Bev's Video Kingdom. This week we are focusing on the 1989 baseball classic Major League. Um, couldn't wait to do this. Got a sports movie going. We are actually uh, doing this pod for our very first outdoor edition. Soaking up the, la- soaking up the last bits of the uh, dog days of summer as we're approaching the last three weeks of the uh, MLB regular season. Nick's wearing a sweater right now. Call. We're in a. We've got that marine layer kicking in the valley here. Uh, your, uh, your. I shouldn't say your, but um, the majority of our San Francisco Giants' um, first MLB team to uh, clinch a playoff spot. That's but right. our in our Oakland A's though are uh, seven games back of uh, number one spot. The Astros in the AL West. So, hey. They're Three almost there. Left. I think they have like a two percent <laughs> chance. They have about the same amount of chance that the Indians had. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good correlation. I love that. Yeah. I like that. The Indians suck, and so do the A's. All right, what are we on to next? <laughs> but um, so let's see. Okay, so Major League runtime hour forty seven minutes. Um, stars Charlie Sheen, Tom Berenger, Wesley Snipes, Corbin Burnson, Margaret Witten, James Gammon, Renee Russo, Dennis Haysbert. Um, cameo by we had a couple major league players who ended up becoming uh, parts of the cast um, are the third base coach um, and then the uh, 
Bob Euchre, the very famous and just masterful Bob Euchre. Um, just a bit outside. Just. Damn, that was nice, Zach. <laughs> oh, that was clean. Yeah, hey, 86 years old, and he just made a, a, a call for the Brewers. It was they incredible. Had a grand, they had a Grand Slam walk-off, and he had a call that was just like, dude, that guy still has it, 86 yeah. years old. That's amazing. So that just kind of like, to get into like my quick thoughts as far as Major League, I mean, we've all grown up with it. It's It doesn't get sentimental necessarily about the sport that it's you know about um, for too long. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, you got the grab bag of characters, which you know makes any movie great. But it's got its chill moments that still work. The chill, the the chill moments, and you know, I'll put the the zoom in into Jake Taylor for that final bat with the uh, piano playing that final scene up against. I, I we're we're gonna talk about that. I'm gonna bring it up later as far as any chill scene, um, final chill scene in a sports movie. Um, it's always that um, that thin line teetering between the peripheral stories, the love story, versus how much sports you're going to play to keep me engaged and you know allow me to keep having fun in a movie. And I feel like Major League tightrope sat and uh, walks on that tightrope pretty well, and I, I love it. So I love this movie. Are you saying chill scene like it gives you the chills? Yeah, like the, the oh, chill the okay. chill scene of any. Chill there's scene. always a chill scene in any major you know any 100%. movie. hundred yeah. percent. I mean yeah. the 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 him running to first base with the bad knees yeah. and oh man, just it's screaming so, running to first base just gives it his all, and then he collapses after he <laughs> so goes across. Safe? He was safe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that, those those are my thoughts. I want. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, yeah, I mean, this has a, a, a been an all time classic of mine forever. I I really enjoy the movie. It's it's something that I quoted with my brother and my dad like constantly, and it's just I I pretty much could go through the entire movie just about word for word, and it's it's by far my favorite baseball movie. So yeah, yeah. So I, I had a happy like return to this movie. So I I I I love this movie, but I, and I remember that I loved it, but I probably hadn't watched it. In, I don't know, 20 years. I mean, it'd been a long time. Oh, wow. Something's Um, wrong with you. And I watched it a lot, though, back in the day. And so all of a sudden, I I was kind of like, okay, you know, I I know that I used to say Major League was like, you know, maybe the best baseball movie, and but maybe it hasn't, and it just was incredible, right? Like, so I love it. And, and, and I'll, one of the things that I think I like the most about it um, is that, it's become sort of part of the fabric, especially some of the lines. It's become so, so much part of the fabric of, of pop culture in certain ways that we forget where we're attributing things, right? Look like, at this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how many times? Ah, there, there are so many lines in there that I was like, I had no idea. I had no memory that that was from there. I say it every week. That's why but, I said you know, that because when I watched it, I was thinking to myself, yeah. oh, my gosh, I didn't know that was from this movie. Exactly. Yeah, I had that so many times. So, And, and it's also just such an archetype, right? Like, like, I actually stupidly had the thought initially that, like, oh, you know, maybe this is, like, the first great baseball movie. And then I looked at a bunch of baseball movies. Oh, that's clearly not true. Mm-hmm. But it's certainly – it's a turning point for that. Like, it, it's it's kind of like a pinnacle moment at that time for me. So, I mean, it, it's an unbelievable movie, almost unassailable. Like, I don't know what you would critique. Yep. To, to piggyback on that, it's great. And the weird thing about it is that – you know, this movie came out in 1989. As Nick said, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but then it still has all of the great sports moments. Only, only one. I, I was going to talk about it later, but I'll talk about it right now. The the guy, the 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 pitcher, the douche, the douchey pitcher. That's, Harris. Uh, yes, he's the only guy where you're like, this guy's not a major league pitcher. 
when you watch him throwing batting practice, you're like, this, there's no. But in '89, though, there were pitchers that kind of were get, were closer to looking like him. he lost me. Every other bit of baseball action in this movie is pretty legit, and the fact that they actually said that they didn't let Wesley Snipes throw a ball in the uh, entire yeah, movie he's, because he's, he's terrible. terrible at but, like, but Sheen was like a college pitcher; like he threw legit in the '80s. There's so many cool little tidbits like that. Yeah. Uh, it just it's absolutely insane. But I. I liked the movie. The end scene is amazing and, uh, you know, makes you feel something. I like that. So, like that, just really quick, I mean, is it the best baseball movie? I mean, is it the best baseball movie ever made? We got, I mean, I can give you some of the top ones as far as um, obviously Field of Dreams, Bad News Bears, Bull Durham. Um, I threw in Mr. Baseball, but I'm sorry, it doesn't touch any of those. The Natural. Tom Selleck, bro. I know. But I grew up with Mr. Baseball, but, you know. Yeah. Um, You know, Angels in the Outfield, you got The Sandlot, uh, Moneyball. um, Movies like, you know, Rookie of the Year, The Rookie, For Love of the Game. Um, But those top ones I said, as far as Major League, Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, A League of Their Own, sorry, The Natural, the fact, I mean, you even said, those. the fact you haven't said summer catch yet is what's uh, really bothering me. <laughs> Trouble with the curve? Are, you, are we not talking Freddie about? Freddie Prince Jr. Are we not talking about? What's the, the one with the monkey plays baseball? Dunstan <laughs> plays baseball, I think. <laughs> so I, I, I probably go my, like, Rushmore has got to be, like, Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, Major League, and uh, A League of Their Own. So, so you're saying Field of Dreams is the pinnacle baseball? No, nah, maybe movie. maybe the natural sneaks in there, but like no, I'm just saying that's no like Sandlot, my four. No Sandlot in your top four, huh? Probably not. I think Sandlot, Sandlot drags a little bit to me. It's not the greatest movie ever. People love it. I tried to show it to my little boys who love baseball, and they were like, "Can we watch something else? Like, what is going on in this movie?" So, so I probably <laughs> give it to Bull Durham if I have to do it. But, but, but that's I, the but wrong I take. Yeah, I, I, so I know. This is why we're talking about. You know, keep see, say why, no, like, why I, Bull Durham? Say. Yeah. Like, well, because I think like it gives you a better feel for. For me, like it gives you a, a grittier feel for like some of the reality of it. But with a lot of funny lines and a lot of cool stuff. But bro, and Costner's it, it, daughter chokes on a hot dog. I mean, that, how can you get more grittier than that? No, I know. I'm saying like like that's because, so gritty because that's not like <laughs> gritty baseball. Wait, we're talking <laughs> about we're talking about Bull Durham. This is the right take. Right? Bull Durham. Yeah, I was just a, saying. Okay, is we're a romantic Costner comedy okay. that has baseball in it. Major League is a baseball movie, and I think right, there's a big that's, difference that's, that you got to make. Fair, but I think romantic Field of Dreams is like a fantasy movie. With baseball in it. Okay, I, I disagree with the fact that you're saying Major League is not a romantic comedy. I mean, one of the main storylines, I mean, there's two storylines in this movie. One of them is that yeah. they're going to win the pennant. The other is that the lovely and talented take Renee up the Russo. most of the movie. The most of the movie is baseball. Yes. But, but they were married. But I can, I, but I can get on board with Major League. <laughs> to answer your question, Nick, I yeah. can absolutely get on board with it as the greatest, baseball, the greatest movie. baseball movie. I mean, it, 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 it's hard to argue definitively against it and let me just but but, but if we're talking about great baseballs let me talk about this run a five-year run the natural 84 brewster's millions 85 we haven't talked about that one which is amazing probably because i've never seen it it's incredible bull durham 88 eight men out 88 we haven't talked about that one field of dreams 89 major league 89 oh my god i mean if you want to talk about the the golden era and i mean if you go baseball that's just (laughs) baseball Unreal. Like that, the, for baseball, the, there was never a better time for baseball that's in the movies, and there take, never dude, will be a, again. That's a hell of a run. There, and it won't be, right? It's changed too much. It's changed too much, and those great ones have been done. 
Dang. And I love Eight Men Out, too. I love me some Eight Men Out. Have you guys seen that? Has anyone uh, not seen Eight Black Men Out? Black Socks. I, I have not seen Cusack. Yeah, that's some good. Those are great cast. Gray Liotta. I mean, Brad, do you have a take on that? Best baseball movie? Oh, no. Your major league. Well, major league's I'm, I'm going to spoil my body bag right now because I said my body bag is everyone who says Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, or The Natural are baseball <laughs> movies. In <laughs> major league? Yes. So you're saying major league is the Major eighth, league is the baseball movie. In fact, top. a lot of ball players said, like, as far as, like, locker room camaraderie and stuff, that was, like, the most realistic movie at that, at that point. So, I mean, like. And that was a take I that I had that. was, did they used to just give the red cards? Like, say, you're out. Here's a red card in your locker. If you open it, it's oh, there. Oh, like, a little flag inside like, there. I'm wondering if that's a real thing that happened. I didn't research it, so I don't know. But I'm curious about that. And if it's they dramatic. bunked all together in the same rooms. Yeah, I don't know you about know that. what I mean? Like no. a barracks? I don't think they had a prison-style <laughs> For sure, not, not nowadays, but maybe Like a full 80s. metal jacket type thing? In like, the 80s, maybe that was a thing. So at one point, uh, he's at dinner with his wife's friends, and they ask him how much money he makes, and he says he makes the league minimum. And I read that it, at that time, that was like 60 grand. Yeah, it feels yeah. like nothing. Not I mean, great. now it feels like nothing. Then it probably still wasn't. I mean, I that's mean, not that just like, sounds impressive like, money I mean, that, when you that's got not that long. Probably one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars now. What is what is Trout making? Like five hundred million or something like yeah, that? Yeah, but what's the league, min- league minimum now? It's got to be a few hundred thousand. I think it's like four hundred fifty or something. Yeah, that's yeah. I know. I know football is like two sixty or something like that. Baseball always makes more money than them, though. All right. Well, the the great thanks, guys. That was a great take. I'm glad you guys. I mean, I I knew everyone would enjoy it. So, uh, but we're gonna move on to our first uh, first category: drinking with the director. Take a uh, listen to what everyone's drinking. If you're drinking anything uh, that you want to, that you're proud of, that you want to share. I got. Uh, I went to the store today, so I had to go to the store, and and I walk in the store, and and it says brisket sandwiches five ninety nine, and I said, holy crap, five ninety nine for a brisket sandwich. And I'm on my lunch break, and I go in. And I say, hey, uh, you know, I'd like a brisket sandwich. And they say, oh, that's 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 in the back corner of the store. And I said, well, this is the barbecue place. They're like, no, no, brisket sandwiches are back there. So they <laughs> send me back to the very back. I go all the way back there. And I go up to the counter and I say, I would like a brick brisket sandwich, like you're advertising on the outside of the store. And the guy goes, okay, cool. That'll be 25 minutes <laughs> for one brisket sandwich that was $6. And it was not that good. I've been spoiled by some local barbecue lately. And that brisket sandwich cost you like $65 in, in time. And, and I wandered like, around and picked out some bat squatch from Rogue Ales, a customer of mine at work, for Hazy India Pale Ale, 12 fluid ounces of deliciousness. And uh, it's very, very, very tasty. Cool very can. good, a very good can. That's usually yeah. my big indicator on what good, what good beer is. What are you drinking, Brad? I've got the uh, local brewery, Dying Breed. Um, they've been putting out some just delicious beers. I, I tried one tonight. It was a, a, a wet hopped uh, IPA, very tasty. But I picked up in cans their uh, CCBA Brewers Collaboration. It's a fresh hop pale ale. About five percent, I say almost six percent, and it's tasty, really tasty, great, and it's actually supporting California Craft Brewers Association, so it's it's helping out local breweries and uh, supporting local brews. So shout out to Dime Breed and this delicious fresh hop pale ale. I wonder, do the local breweries need any help? I feel like they're balling. <laughs> I feel like they're doing just fine. There's seventy four in every town. I'm glad they're sticking together. I'm glad they're sticking together. Sounds delicious, Nate, and just sipping on some some brown stuff. I got rock. I, I got I got red breast. Some fifteen. Oh hell yeah! Whew. That's baller shit right there. 
Sounds delicious. So, hey, guys, we're sipping on our drinks, sitting with uh, David S. Ward, um, which I don't even think I gave him a, a proper shout out in the intro. DSW? As, uh, yeah, DSW, as uh, the Discount man who also warehouse. directed the program. So, getting into drinking with the director, sitting down with the man who has the program <clears throat> and Major League under his belt, and putting him up against uh, some of the other, we're going to talk about the other. Uh, Three directors who have very uh, challenging two movie sports, um, two two sports movies under their belts. But um, we're sitting with them. And what are you guys? What are you guys talking to them about? What are the questions you're asking them about Major League? What do you want to know? We got some saucy, juicy behind the scenes action. I want to hear about and some stories from him. So, so I want to start by acting, asking him about his career. I mean, it's so so putting it in baseball terms, this is a guy that has a, a pretty incredible batting average with very few plate appearances. So listen, he's a writer and he's a writer and or director for sounds like a reliever. Major League One and Two, both solid. I mean, one obviously, but two not bad. Sleepless in Seattle, which is a great movie. As a writer on Sleepless in Seattle, correct? okay, yeah. But I'm just saying. Then the program, mm-hmm. then King Ralph, which is a personal favorite of mine from childhood, and Down Periscope, which was so so. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like that was the deal. Where did he like? Like, how do you make major league and you don't? And and sl- how do you make major league and sleepers in Seattle, the program, <clears throat> and not just? Was the program a hit when it came out? I love. I, I don't know if it was a hit, but it certainly was like. No, the program had some notoriety. Pretty, pretty feel like well received. Did. Halle Berry, I think, it's Omar Epps plays the plays the running back. Yeah, dude, sick movie. Is when Craig that guy Sheffer, the the quarterback, is that who it is? When that guy breaks his the windshield or something with his head because he's doing so many roids. Lattimore, yep. yeah, he's, oh, he's crazy. Dude. Oh yeah, savage shit. That guy's huge. Then they had the big controversy because I remember there were like some kids actually uh, when they they laid down in the middle of the, the highway. And cars were running by, right? And some actual kids did that. I think somebody got ran over. Maybe that's an urban legend. I don't know, but I but remember they, they like. I think remember. They cut no, that I think they cut, they cut it out. That's yeah. not, that's legit. I yeah. guarantee you, some kids laid in the highway, <laughs> and somebody got ran over. So. It was probably Florida. So, so I, I guess. So I think I think <laughs> our Florida fans. Florida fans. If, if, <laughs> if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna ask one question here, the the, the one that I want to know, and I want to I want to ask this a lot of times, but like any movie that defi- is a def- like a, a genre defining movie. And not only genre defining, but also that has this many great lines in it. Mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, did you know what you had when you did it? Like, you know, because you you often hear. I've heard this in movies, but I've heard this in a lot of things that people, you know, like n- the people that do great things never know they're great when they do them necessarily, right? And I want to know, like, how how much how much did he have a sense that this was going to be? I mean, we're talking about it you know 30 plus years later as the greatest baseball movie of all time and we're talking about the 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 lines that he wrote the lines that he directed as being just like transcend the movie and and baseball altogether you just mentioned something i don't think we mentioned is that he also wrote the movie right right yeah, yeah that's he, crazy he wrote it yeah. because he like wanted to see the indians win he was a yeah. big indians fan he wanted to see them win and so he wrote a movie basically to show them winning such mm-hmm. a such a great that's like, a funny funny idea such a great idea so yeah I, I just i wonder whether or not he knew and whether or not that there was a sense as he was making it as he was editing it like is this does he you know is this thing going to be big and probably not right he probably hoped but didn't no know. well like look at this fucking guy like that quote like I you're know. saying like i mean that's just like a, a, if a side that, little an, quote a, you look at it on the page and you're like oh you know it's the only thing that kicks in if you've watched the movie 
10 times at least a minimum of 10 times in your life, let alone 20 times. That's the kind of stuff that works into your vocabulary. And, and just a bit outside. I think, I think yeah. there's several lines. And the, the line, <laughs> the line that he says, uh, this guy's dead. <laughs> oh, that's what I had at the top that of my head. We'll cross him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's dead. I mean, if we're going with some quotes. I mean, I say too high, too high. No, that's too high. <laughs> I've said that a lot in my life. I don't think this one has the distance. I've said in my entire life since the movie. Oh. Fuck multiple you. like I mean, field goal kicks home runs and ba- it doesn't matter if i'm like <laughs> to the other putt. team like no that yeah <laughs> F- fuck you joe boo oh yeah i mean up your butt joe boo you saying jesus couldn't hit a curveball <laughs> <laughs> bring that shit to me man let's not start a holy war harris <laughs> I, and i'll say that the weirdest lines in the entire movie and and i actually wanted to ask him about this is what conversation is Lou having when he first goes to talk to Taylor to check on his knees? Like, you got your knees all right? Yeah. He's having a conversation, and they actually have it in the movie. And you, when you see what he's saying, I, saw, I had the subtitles on, and he says, did you get enough hay for him? Yes, <laughs> I heard good. that today. And I, I heard like, that yesterday. What is he talking about? It's a coach or somebody's talking to Did the guy, like, buy a horse or something? And that's just Dude. the conversation that starts the scene. And it's so odd. It's just like, what the It's so funny you said that for the first time ever. I noticed that yesterday, Brad. Did that's like the lead, in, for the lead into the scene. You get enough yeah. hair for him? Make sure you take care of him or Make take sure care of him, you say right, so. good. And then yeah. he walks over to Taylor, and yeah. then, the, then the actual scene starts. Yeah. But it's like, why did they keep that in there? It's so <laughs> random. Well, and, and, and Bill the, Paxton was a young writer um, at the time, <laughs> I believe, God, on the major league. The Bill Paxton yes. stands are going to cancel us <laughs> so fast. There's also some great uh, like, sorry, combinations of writing and visuals that are just so perfect when you go back and watch them. The one that stands out to me is, so Charlie Sheen's sitting there and they make him put on a tie and he's like... Uh, I, I look like a banker. In this. <laughs> He's wearing a fucking tie, a cut off vest, no sleeves. and no shirt. And I'm like, I just laughed so oh, hard. So good. And you just can't appreciate it unless you just. I mean, it's, is that post Wall Street or or pre Wall Street? I wonder. Oh, that's a great question. What's impressive know. is that Sheen is almost funny in this movie and he's not good he's not a good actor he's not funny uh oh by far by far my favorite one of my favorite pieces of acting ever is when he's they're they're sitting around the table at the at the restaurant and he sees uh uh he sees uh his wife there Dorn's wife he's like uh no 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 at the at the restaurant at the restaurant oh, okay. Tom Berger sees his yeah. wife oh okay. he goes you want me to take him out of here <laughs> yeah, kick sure. the shit out of him and the funny thing is nobody answers and he just kind of he's, he keeps staring at Tom Berenger, and then he, he just kind of shakes his head like, okay, I guess, I guess that's enough. <laughs> it's such a classic, like little, and it actually kind of his character almost reminds me a little bit of from uh, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off when he plays the druggie. He's almost got that kind of same attitude, which is he was good at that. I'm not a Sheen fan, but when uh, I'm pretty sure they get in a fight, uh, him and Dorn get in a fight, mm-hmm. and he says, "Stay away from her," and he goes, "Suck my dick." Yeah, <laughs> just real nonchalant. Oh, and he's talking to Taylor, yeah, the the boyfriend up in the the little get-together up in the apartment. When he gets pissed off at Lou Brown, when he walks in, when he storms into his office, always remembered that and just was like legit. That's a legit athlete that is completely pissed. Beautiful chair flip. Beautiful chair flip. Chair flip. Um, Yeah, I had to get into those quotes, not to mention just that Bob Euchre, which, okay, never mind. We don't need to get into that because we got plenty of other juicy stuff. But to get to really quick, directors, two movie Double punches. There's three other ones. David S. Ward's up against. He's got Major League Program. You got John D. Alvinson, who had Rocky and Karate Kid. Ooh, that's, that's a tough one to be. Tough. Gavin O'Connor, 
Nate, your boy, Miracle and Warrior. Miracle and Warrior. Um, Bo's Yakin or Yakin. Remember the Titans and the rookie that's not going to win. So that's just that's a four. That's the four horse like list that I could come up with. You said Rocky and Karate Kid. Though. Yeah, I don't that's see tough, how right? But major league and program to me, I feel like is two. Yeah, that's it's, tough. It's, I'm such a big fan of of Warrior and Miracle's great. Miracle's I, I, okay. I, I Miracle's like a Miracle a lot. How many times in Miracle does he say, "You're the best around"? <laughs> it's unbeatable. In Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm just gonna ever keep you I'm, down. I that. <laughs> I've got. No, I'm just saying that's why Miracle sucks, and it's not Karate Kid. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I've, I've, I've got to bring down the director for a second, though, because there's there's two phone-related mishaps in this movie that I've, I've noticed after watching it tons and tons and tons. First one, how did they call Vaughn in jail? They're t- having a conversation like they don't know he's in jail, but he's like, oh, yeah, that's going to be tough to get there. How did that conversation start? Well, I think maybe back in the day. The, Lou probably I mean, knew the warden. 30 years ago. Lou knew the warden. 30 no, years ago. I know, but they're calling him as they don't know he's in jail, but he's talking on the jail phone. Because that's like the the, 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 the the punchline of the joke is they zoom out and you see that he's in jail. They, that's what he put on the application. That was his phone number. They called the jail. And <laughs> no, he, he was in the California the Penal League. That's the like, they, yeah, they, League. Okay. And then the second one is when Lou answers the phone, when they <laughs> offer him the job, and then he says, I got a guy on the other line about a, a set of white, white walls. walls. Well, he picked up. You, they show him picking up the phone. Hello? And he starts talking. So he doesn't have another guy on the he, other he, line. He's just blowing him off. He's yeah, like, he he's didn't think hard, it was real. hard to get. Oh, so he was just, okay, he was fucking with him. Okay, yeah. I, I can take that. But yeah, two phone-related things. Again, when you watch a movie like 100 times, you start to, start to pick up the phone, look for the those little weird things. And there's two <laughs> and the And feeding the hay to the horse. <laughs> feeding the hay. Just such a <laughs> random, random occurrence in the movie. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that's the horse they were talking about in the other scene, Brad. The hay. Right? Did, <laughs> what horse? Is that one of the deleted <laughs> scenes that we're talking about? Alternate. Is that the, the alternate ending? <laughs> Maybe I've lost myself. <laughs> um, and and my, my final thing is, of all the guys who would be like an action sports star, the fact that Wesley Snipes has been in two iconic I, movies about this sports, is a great call. and he sucked at both of them. He's in, and Whiteman can't jump. He's okay, but he, he was not a basketball good, player. No. He's not that good. And then in major league, they didn't want to show him throwing the ball, and uh, and they, he's they, slow. Yeah, and they they had to like kind of put it in slow motion to make it look like he's really running fast because he's not that fast. Yeah, he's he slow, and that's why they put hell, him. he does. Yeah. That's oh, no, he's, got actually, the, he's got the form. He looks good in his form, but they said he's just really not that so fast. So I wrote down, who's evaluating the talent? It's a bunch of studio execs and directors. They don't know shit about... I, I just have a hard time believing he's slow. Yeah. Slow and, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want I want to see him run. Wesley Snipes? Yes. In person. He fucking runs Wesley, from the Wesley, I know you're listening to this pod, just... He runs from the IRS fast as fuck. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that made me laugh, but that's great. Because well, he has tons of problems with the IRS. He's like fucking <laughs> probably put it. In he looks good as a martial too. artist in, in Blade. He's he's pretty believable. Yes. As so a here's an interesting about Snipes, and we're talking about him. I mean, he remind for a moment I was like, wait, Eddie Murphy's in this, but I mean, like he yeah, has right? those comedy chops. That and it's a similar time, right? Like Eddie Murphy is sort of like really funny in a lot of movies and Wesley Snipes is like, this is one of some of his early roles and has this, like a similar kind of tone and a lot of that stuff. But he later comes, he, he, he's not much of a comedic actor later in his career. 
Wesley Snipes is funny, but he's no Eddie Murphy. I, but, but I'm saying in, I, I see what your point. In, yeah, in, in, yeah. The, in this movie and in White Man Men Can't Jump, he's really good and really funny. Like he's not Eddie. Mur- I'm not saying he's Eddie Murphy, but I'm saying like those are two. If at the time you, you know you might have looked at them and been like, oh, these are two like black comedic actors that are really funny and in really prominent movies and Wesley Snipes end up ends up just not doing that right I mean that's not the career he ends up having but he he very well could have right I mean he, he I mean I think he's great in this and he's a comedic role and he's great in White Men Can't Jump um, because he's so funny his delivery is so good yeah all right so we're still talking to the director because we got those juicy behind the scenes um there's some good stories. Okay, a couple of things. So first of all, movie was not shot in actually Cleveland. Um, movie follows the Cleveland Indians, um, the formerly named Cleveland Indians. Um, <laughs> Cleveland Guardians. Um, it was actually shot in Milwaukee. Uh, the Browns had started the football season, and the uh, line was covered, and uh, the, the field was covered in football, so they just moved to Milwaukee, had a connection with the team. So the majority was saw, shot in the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. Um so Sheen's fastball, uh, you can thank steroids. This is the best behind the one scenes. One of the but one of the better behind the scenes facts. Yes. So um, say that again. So so Sheen. So Sheen took steroids for the movie um, to improve. My take was, that, I mean, to improve his fastball miles per hour. He moved it, jumped it from seventy nine to eighty five. He hits he hit eighty five miles per hour. Um, evidently, got into more than one bar fight. He 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 blames the uh, the roid rage, um, got in bar fights because people were making fun of his hair, <laughs> is what he said. Was he hanging out with the uh, McGuire and Conseco? So he was hanging out with James Gammon. I got a quote, <laughs> like I got a Charlie Sheen quote about Gammon. Gammon sounds like he was uh, a rival to as far as partier and partying his balls off with Sheen. Gammon, <laughs> Lou Brown, Lou Brown. Yeah, um, yeah. So we talked about Wesley Snipes was slow. I have a hard time buying it. Wait, wait, wait. Can we go back to Sheen? Because yes. I read on the internet that Charlie Sheen got offered a scholarship to Kansas or something insane as a pitcher in baseball at a high school. I don't know. You I guys didn't, didn't read no. that? Yeah, I, I heard he something. Had, about yeah, he that. had a college scholarship. Yeah, offered a college scholarship to like a big time school and could throw mid 80s. Fell off a little bit, decided to do this movie, took some roids and got up to 87 is what I read. So like that's insane if you guys have played baseball before. Dude, 87 crazy. is fast. Crazy. And he can th- I mean, he's got the form like I'm like who's got better form him or Costner cuz I've always felt Costner has like just great natural form, but I think Sheen yeah, as Sheen, far as baseball has it. him. It looks pretty legit. So James Gannon being uh quote unquote Charlie Sheen too is one of the biggest offenders. <laughs> Um, in the bunch there, uh, called him a warlock. Guy shows up one morning. He says, so hungover that he has the bar still attached to his head. I've never seen a man in this much pain trying to make a cup of coffee. He was an awesome dude. That's what Charlie Sheen called him. Um, so that just speaks to, because I feel like I just project Bruce Bochy onto Lou Brown. I've always done that, too. I just exactly. feel like they're the Absolutely. same. That, that Lou Brown is Bruce Bochy's spirit animal. That's is that just purely over head size or? Mustache, head size, okay. and like how much boys. alcohol one can consume. Yeah, I like that. Um, Sheen evidently was, like, flying in girls. Airplanes and airplane schedules couldn't, you know, overlap, so he had to get creative there. So Jeremy, Jeremy Piven what? was actually in the movie as a uh, insult-hurling bench warmer. 
every one of his scenes were cut. Huh. I had not seen that. That's interesting. And I and I'm I want to talk to I want to talk to the director. I want to see the scenes. Like I would love to see those scenes. It probably would have taken. It probably would have added. Put it. Put it. Pushed it to an hour fifty, hour fifty five. If you actually work another character into it, but damn, that should have been funny. Kind of an insanely long movie for eighty nine. Hour forty five. I feel like that's pretty. I don't know how long uh, Field of Dreams is. Maybe that's not that bad. I mean, not by today's standards. I feel like back in the day, like things were pretty tight. Um, Dennis Haysbert could hit the shit out of the ball. And in the final uh, baseball game, that was a home run that he actually legit hit out of a professional field and hit more than just one home run during filming. With a wooden bat? Yeah. That's legit. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that evidently, I don't know how long ago, there was another major league. There's another major league, um, a redo of the, because they actually don't count the major league that was made. They A lot of the people that were involved don't count it as a movie that they want to forget that it ever was made. They've talked about another major leaguer. There has been for years where um, for Major League Three, it's the Major League franchise, which takes place 20 years after the Major League, after Major League. Uh, all the main characters retired, and Rick Vaughn would be uh, tasked with coaching the new phenom pitcher, which would be secretly his son. <laughs> <laughs> that was the take on the new Major League if it was ever to be, well, it would ever be made. I see that working. Um Last other little thing was the two grounds, the two uh, Asian groundskeepers were actually father and son. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. They're shitty. Yeah. So, so They're still you, shitty. So, what do you think about the the sequel? So, so he, he, we talked about so Major League Two. Two's not bad. I thought. I, I thought there. Were, I thought there were funny parts. I mean, but, it's but, pretty. But, but back to the minors, right? Scott, back, back to the, the minors was one. made. Was three. Yeah, that one's questionable. It's like its own movie. It, it shouldn't be called Major League. It should be its own. Only only thing I like about Major League Three, the the back the miners, is that uh, Shane and Lim from the Shield, uh, Walton Goggins and uh, <laughs> Kenny. Uh, oh my God, I can't think of his last name. Kenny Powers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they actually were on that movie together, and I always think it's like they had their minor league baseball career, and then they went on to be cops in L.A. <laughs> for the Shield. So. Same universe. Yeah, I like that. They're, they're I like that. Universe, so. Major League Three, back to the minors, and the Shield are in the same universe. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> All right, so that's the list. I just had to get Kenny to those behind the remember behind Kenny Johnson stuff. deserves my respect. All right, you guys, you guys good with drinking the director? We're good. You're done drinking with yeah. him. All right, moving on to our next category, Shag Snag Body Bag. And, uh, Nate, we're going to start off with you and what you want to shag uh, from Major League. So this is an easy one for me. It's it's euchre, right? So absolutely a Hall of Fame, may, the best sort of movie sportscaster. He's a real one, right? But he takes on sort of a different persona here. Um, and, and he improvises the line that I say anytime anything misses anything else. <laughs> Just a bit outside. I, I say that once a week i'd forgotten that that was where it was from i was like oh you just say that it's just a thing you say when something is aimed at something and misses you just say just about outside because of course you do because the universe told us to and i was like no bob euchre told us to." his comedic timing is pretty legit. it's so unbelievable and, and the, the other thing to consider is like he's simultaneously in mr belvedere <laughs> which was a great show by the way <laughs> miller light commercials he was you mean mr. well known for those too and he, so yeah, so he's he just a, but he's like, that's it. But Euchre is unbelievable. He's so funny. So Euchre is 100% my shag. What a career. Major League Baseball player, um, commercials, 
ends up being in the best baseball movie of all time and then goes on to be an announcer for most of his career. Top five baseball, real real world baseball announcers of all time, no question. And still working to this day. That's the, awesome. The second greatest TV series about a butler ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, can you label him as an unreliable narrator? He is in this movie a lot and basically is telling you not exactly what's happening in every game. He's talking like if you were to just 100%. be in any other room and listen to him as a commentator. All those people listening, listening on the radio are like, oh, yeah. you missed by a couple inches, you know. Just and a bit he's off. throughout the entire movie. What is the movie without Euchre? He's amazing. Uh, it, it, it's not It's not the best baseball it, movie without Euchre is I, my argument. So that's the, the that's what makes it baseball. That's the take right there, right, is that like as little as he's in it, it's it it is it is a, a significantly less you know influential movie. How no. wrong could it go? You have an announcer throughout the entire from a quarter into the movie yeah. to the ending to the last some of the last quotes the, some of the last lines of the movie an announcer a professional just a regular person not an actor announcer in this movie and it turns out to be the best it best, could have been maybe the best or, part of the whole movie I mean yeah. are you minute for minute like pound for pound yeah. it's the best input of the whole movie yeah it's unbelievable and he's great with alliteration because he says and he tied it two with a two run blast by oh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, That's a great take. Great shag. Oh, great shag. All right. All right. My shag, I'm going to go with the, uh, you know what, introducing the characters all in one scene. I mean, they do this in so many different types of movies where it's like, I mean, whether it's Ocean's Eleven or or, or things like that, where you have all the, the kind of main players of the movie get introduced. And this way, they did it very creative. That The coaches are standing there and the guys just keep kind of pulling up <laughs> one by one and you get to meet these guys. And it's just such a great thing to do in a movie. And, and I love it. And of course, it, it gets one of the best lines. Like, Take a look at this Take fucking this guy. Fucking guy. <laughs> so, so I'm going to piggyback real quick on that, Brad. One of the things that we haven't mentioned yet that I think is super key here is that you develop an, the number of characters that get developed in this movie surpasses almost any movie I could think of. I mean, you, you care a little bit about and find interesting a dozen characters, maybe more in this movie. Uh, and for any movie, that's cool. But for a sports comedy... Right, like you, you, you like. Is you, there a dozen? I don't know. I feel like there's like seven. Seven okay. what? That's even if there's seven. That's no, still that's, a lot. that's still a lot. I'm just saying. I, I think it's well. You, okay, so Sheen, Dorn, the owner, Taylor. Lady. So Taylor, Taylor Sheen, T- Dorn. I mean, uh, Lou Berenger, Lou Brown. Yeah. He hasn't even said Berenger. Yeah, that's five. Serrano. Yeah. Um. William Mays. William Mays Hayes. Um. I feel like that's it. Is that it? The GM. Okay, you well, count the GM. Yeah. Are you talking players? Well, I'm just saying characters. Like characters that, well, I mean, the, Euchre for sure counts. The GM has its own little, like, I mean, little P- niche. I guess I'm just saying, like, characters that you, that when you re, the, you return to them on the screen, you're like, oh, good. Like, I want to see what's up with that. You do root for all of them. It's like, it's like yeah. you pretty much have a, a vested interest in all of the characters just about equally. All right, well, re- return to me on this point. I, I'll, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count. You guys go, go on. <laughs> well, go you, on. Just, you just reminded me of something that we haven't even mentioned yet, and that is that Serrano is the same guy from the Allstate commercials. Do you guys realize <laughs> oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hasbro has had an incredible All run. Yeah. He plays the president in some stuff? He, he's at, that's one of my comments. Is he's just un- he's been great. There's well, the American career. Express commercial was what got him the job, yeah. right? That's what got him the... The yeah. Allstate job? Yeah. Dude. That was his resume right there. That was his audition. 
Little league home. Little, <laughs> what is it? That? The big league home run big hitter. Big league home run hitter. <laughs> it's cool. It'll get into your uh, cool. favorite places <laughs> and restaurant type what, places. Yeah. <laughs> restaurant type places. <laughs> oh, what a line. That's just its own amazing scene. Um, who are we at? Are we Brad? For Shag, yeah. We're at Brad. I just, no, I just, you just I threw just it out. My, my okay. The carrots all in one scene. Yeah. Sorry, so I'm on Shag. I got um, catcher, first base, trash talk, like in a movie. Oh. <laughs> like just in general, like you're growing up and it's like you see that first clip of it and you're playing ball with your like friends and like, oh, well, this is amazing. You can play mind games and talk shit to your friends or whoever if you're playing catcher. How's your wife? First, how's your wife and my kids? Oh, great, <laughs> amazing line. What was she doing with I her underwear on you? <laughs> <laughs> I literally played catcher and first base for Nick's dad's baseball team, and he yelled at me so many times for not being quiet and talking so much shit. To but people. we won a championship, so all of that. Oh, so Zach knew he all what he was doing the entire the entire time. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, Taylor, you know, at the very end and, but I, I love that in all movies, you got, you know, Ham in the Sandlot, Bull Durham, you got Crash Davis, and then you got old Jake Taylor and, and Clue Haywood. I'll say even nowadays when I'm watching baseball games and like guy will get to first base and you see him kind of talking to each other. I'm yeah. always wondering like, what, yes. what are they talking about? Always. I, I want them mic'd up. The ba- the fact that baseball doesn't do any like mic'd up stuff, like very often at all you know what bothers me because like i want to know what are they actually saying i know because we get a lot of nfl we get a lot of nfl on field like talk yeah but baseball there's like no we can't we can't let you into that secret but you only get nfl on field talk after it's been vetted and edited and put onto the nfl film stuff that's probably true yeah yeah but that's my shag all right so zach you're good you don't have a shag uh today um Right, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not shutting down. I'm not shutting Zach that. down. The only thing that I want to shag in this movie is big '80s curly hair, and that's just my favorite thing in the world. And Renee Russo looks amazing in this movie. Yes, agreed. What are we snagging, Nikki? Okay, so Nate took mine. It's it was Ukes. It was it was Bob Euchre. So we can uh, we can move on to uh, yeah Bradley. My my snag for sure is good sports action in movies um whether it's in the montage or whatever like they're making some great plays i mean there's some and, and that last scene of course the slow motion everything it just everything about it looks real i mean the fact that clue haywood catches it and then kind of turns and he sees the ump saying like safe and he's just pissed and then all of a sudden boom he realizes oh i gotta chuck it home and just that whole scene everything looks so fluid like it would be in an actual baseball Nobody game. takes so, you out of this scene. No, not at all. And, and like I said, the only person you mentioned was was uh, uh, the the pitcher in batting practice. He looks terrible. He, he looks a little rough, but they actually said he was a decent athlete. Like I think they said something about him being uh, – he might have done some decent things athletically uh, back in his day. But, yeah, he, he looks a little rough, but I understand they're trying to go for that kind of old, got to just kind of like get it over the plate type guy. But, yeah, no, I, I just love – movies that do some legit sports scenes if it takes me out of the moment it pisses me off yeah um bull durham the fact that uh uh what's his name cannot throw a ball worth a damn um tim robbins tim robbins, robbins yeah the fact that he cannot throw a ball just that, pisses that's, me that off is, and that, it ruins the whole movie that's for me. probably the best the best case against it for the best baseball movie yeah it's truth um i'm gonna can i intervene really quick 
so I just sort of a, a sort of my own. I'll go Brad's like shag one point two one point one. Um, so our snag. So in terms of baseball action, one of the things I like about this movie that I noticed that I hadn't noticed before is there's kind of two sports climaxes. And, and, and it's unique to sort of unique to baseball that you can do it right, but you kind of get a top of the inning, bottom of the inning, mm-hmm. like heroics, yeah. right? You get defensive heroics and then offensive heroics, and they they almost create both their own like little like you know sort of two p- crescendos for sure. I love yeah. it, you know. And so that was something I was like, ah, oh, this is really cool, and it kind of both the movie simultaneously gives you plants lots of seeds along the way to give you some thrill for both sides of it. Which really does make it like that true baseball movie, right? Because mm-hmm. it's 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 the only way to plant those seeds is to make it about the baseball, right? right? So that so that when you get there, right, it's it's not like some character development thing. It's really like, you know, how did the team progress? Like, what were the struggles they had? Which is really cool. So. And in pure major league fashion, it's three fastballs. You know oh yeah, I mean? yeah. You, know, you you get that's it. You, you get, get strike fastballs. this motherfucker out, right. and then you get. That's a hell of an idea. (laughs) Get on the heater. (laughs) So you get, get, yeah, you get that top of the inning, the bottom of the inning. That's that's a a very cool element of of just baseball as a sport, for sure. So my snag is going to be a little more objective, and I'm going to snag the year 1989. I was in second grade. My dad sells chemicals for a living, and he had a customer that came to him, and there was a big earthquake during the World Series in San Francisco in 1989, and my dad's customer had tickets to the game and then came back from the earthquake game and said, I don't want to go back. I'm not going back. Do you want these tickets? Gave my dad the tickets. My dad took me to the World Series in 1989, Giants A's. What? And it was <laughs> freaking amazing, except for the that. fact that I'm pretty sure the Giants got shut out. They lost. I hate that series. And I cried. I was a big Giants fan. I it was at the A Stadium. fucking series. And I <laughs> cried all the way out of the stadium when my dad said all the A's fans were like, oh, hey, buddy, it's okay. You're going to be all right. And you were like, you don't know? touch me. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> two, two, my buddy, two of my buddies at work just reminded me today that one's an Angels fan and one's an A's fan and they just reminded me that because I'm talking about the Giants of course Giants yes. doing great and one's like hey both of our teams beat your team in the World Series and you can't say shit about that I'm like damn it you're right that pisses me off oh and that Angels is a whole other series too. oh yeah the only yeah. the only other thing I want to shoehorn into my uh to my snag and it's about my dad also is that he now plays in like a 65 and over uh softball league and uh, he asked me to come over to his house to help him uh, put something on his bat. And I get there, and he gets his bat out, and he takes it out of the – he's got it in his office, and he goes and gets it and brings it out. And it literally has, like, a neoprene wetsuit material, like, holder on it all the way down the bat. And it just made me think of Serrano with his hats <laughs> with his hats <laughs> for bats. bats. <laughs> and uh, I, thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're moving on to body bag what are we going to body bag from the film bradley what do you yeah, body bag? I, I already said mine and it's just anybody that thinks field of dreams bull durham and the natural <laughs> better baseball movies body bagging y'all hard take i don't give a fuck <laughs> zach what are you body bagging baseball you're baseball. body bagging baseball <laughs> No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm not body banging baseball. I'm just going to be really quick about this because, uh, you know, I don't want any, uh, you know, we had some bill packs and stands in the in the mentions. 
not happy about our review of frailty. I'm sorry, guys. I like not your review. These guys, that, yeah, these guys you're, are you're the losers. Champ I know. I know. Your movie, I know. Man. Pete, me and you're on the same page, bro. But <laughs> Charlie Sheen's terrible. I just don't like him. He's okay in this movie. He has some funny lines, but I just don't like him in general. I don't know if it's because he married Denise Richards or if he just, I just don't like him. You guys ever watch his sitcom with, with the cooch and uh, the other guy? No, you didn't watch it because it's terrible. But there's people that watched it and liked it. I just, I don't get the Charlie Sheen adoration. That's all I got. I want to make it short and sweet. I don't want any Charlie Sheen stands coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was just, uh, this was the first, uh, I think, sports movie that I one of the first ones I really got into. And then you realize, like, I just want to see sports through the entire movie. Why is there a love story? So it was my, this was like one of the first sports movies that I loved. But I, whenever I would watch it, I was younger. It was like, get me through like the love story part. I just want to see baseball. Now you get older, get over it. And they actually jump through it pretty quick. But even like looking at like the love story part of it, like they talk about Jake Taylor being like a, a cheating kind of womanizer. Then they talk about it in the library. And then really he's not that person ever. He's really not that person. They don't make that him to make out to be that person. He's not hitting on chicks throughout the entire movie. He's, he's, now at the 40. Of, he's at the end of yeah. his career. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. mature. But I'm just saying they could have easily just said, like, oh, you were trying to follow your career to the Mexican American baseball leagues. You wanted you put baseball first. You didn't you know, you didn't he didn't have to be like a cheater because it really didn't seem like it was that like relevant to it the older that you I mean, get as far as him being like a, a cheater he definitely had random naked woman in the bed with him as he answers the call about like at least you could have said you were from the yankees yeah, like there's definitely true. a naked chick there was on there. yeah on top of him you're right but anyways the love story plot line you know i don't know it that's it's a very reach of a, of a body bag but it does it just it does not distract and it's there just the a, the smallest amount to where it doesn't distract there's definitely anybody. other movies where it's ruined it kind of yeah well and i think bull durham i think bull durham is one where there's it's there's too much the baseball is so great so great. It's it doesn't make up. It doesn't make it better than Major League to me because there's so much love story it's in a Bull baseball Durham. themed some romantic people, comedy. Like I said, baseball themed romantic comedy. It's, I watched it not too long ago, and as much as I love it, and as much as 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 golden as the baseball moments are, and some of the quotes, too much love story. But much like the yeah. substitute isn't a cheater anymore because now he's an old man. Uh, you know, <laughs> the substitute. <laughs> As you should I was referring to, to uh, Tom Berenger. Uh, he's talking about substitute. Tom Berenger. <laughs> Bro, you can't. I forgot where I was even going with that. Much romance. <laughs> what are you not, about? not you. Okay. Nate's like, I wanted more romance. I wanted more <laughs> league. If anything, they should have had that as the main storyline. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a hot. <laughs> that's a hot fake, fake I mean, take. Rene Russo is oh, that was, fire in this. That was my point. My point was that much like The Substitute, all of a sudden is an old man, uh, you know, you have to be a little bit older to appreciate Rene Russo's hair. So I think that what happened was, <laughs> I was young is that I you were young know. and you were like, oh, that's a cool mm. perm. But now you're older and you're like, fuck, look at that perm. Yeah. That's some serious. Both of them, her and Baron. <laughs> I'll say that the scene that used to do it that's for me. That's who I was talking about. Who are you talking about? The scene that used to do it for me as a young boy, and even though her hair looks like just freakishly shit in the, uh, the scene, is when she's like pulling her dress back down. Uh, after Dorn's she gets wife, with, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Was like, that that scene always does like, oof, oof. I felt the tinglys when I was like <laughs> a young teenager. <laughs> oh, those tinglys! <laughs> I love these insights. All right, so that's our shag snack body bag. Thanks, guys. All right, we're moving on to our next category. All right, folks, we got to talk about Cameo. You know our our longtime sponsor here uh, at the BVK podcast. So Cameo, uh, I was checking it out. 
And we have the same situation as we had, I believe, last week, where we have two pretty big name actors. Two? Who are not currently on Cameo. They were formerly on Cameo. Who do you think was formerly on Cameo from this movie? Substitute? Corbin. The Substitute. I like that guess. Behringer? No. Corbin. No. Uh, Formerly. And the thing that sucks is their formless. We don't get to know what price they cost. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Whoa. Did a little time on Cameo. Of course he did. He's paying a lot of money to Denise Richards. And who, who else <laughs> might have owed some money to the government? Oh, Snipes. Wait. <laughs> Sheen and Snipes were on Cameo. Dude, Sheen and Snipes that, at some point like were on the... Cameo, and that would have been awesome. That's find out huge. how much they were going to be charging, because I, I want to know. But the only person that is currently on Cameo is, you guys mentioned him just a minute ago, the man with over 200 plus credits on his IMDb, uh-huh. Corbin Burnson. Darn. Yeah. Ready to cash. So we don't know the what, check. we don't know what Wesley Snipes or, uh, don't know their money, Sheen their values. Hey, would, no. would, would, but I gotta think would, it was astronomical. I was just, no. What do you think? Yes. Charlie Sheen for sure. It seems she, like she, she would be. You think more than a grand? No, but I think we're talking five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, yes. for sure, yeah. and say. probably like a twenty-second message. Probably he's he's probably not putting a lot of effort into it. All right, well, so I don't think Corbin Charlie Burson. Sheen puts much effort into into anything, <laughs> how, except throwing the ball and doing runs, <laughs> getting in front of the ball. Heat. All right, so how much Corbin Burnson going to cost you guys? How much? How much are you willing to get out of your paycheck Dorn. to Corbin Burnson? Dorn. And now we mentioned earlier that we don't know any of his other movies, right? He hasn't won like a Tony. Well, yeah. I, I know <laughs> one. Of, I, TV. He had I know a TV one show of his really two hundred and fifty three roles. He had a big TV show for and uh, big. Which TV show was there? There was some. I, I don't remember. What it was. <laughs> no idea what it was called. He but guessed it, was it on big. TV show. He guessed it on Mr. Belvedere. I'm telling you, I, I looked at his IMDb and I didn't know any of it. Uh, well, okay. So let's. Well, how much are you paying for him then? I mean, I'll, if he'll say. Strike this motherfucker out. I'll probably pay twenty bucks. <laughs> hey, Brad, strike this motherfucker out. Hey, if if any of you guys got sons in Little League, I mean, that would be the ultimate oh. thing to have Corbin Burns and just be like, "Hey, son, you're pitching today. We got one strike thing to say. <laughs> That'd be worth twenty bucks for sure. I don't know, seventy. I'm not gonna pay seventy dollars. We're all we're all gonna pitch in together for it. I'm just gonna give him. I I think he's charging less than fifty, but it's not much less. I think he's charging one twenty five, and he's basing all of it off of Major League. Yeah. Well, I will say this, Zach, you're you're the closest because not only is he charging one hundred dollars for his cameo appearance, but it says Corbin Birdson, and in parentheses next to his name, it says Major League. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For a guy that has 200-plus credits, and he's just like, Major League. That's yep. who I am, guys. Major League. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Don't forget me from my 230 extra appearances on television <laughs> and film. I guess if you're going to have a career-defining role, a prick baseball player from 1989. Yeah. So he wasn't on the Shield then? He wasn't part of that universe? No. He no? didn't get to, didn't right, get to go into the Shield universe, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, can I interrupt for a minute to do our weekly ASMR moment. Unzip your pants, folks. I have selected for our ASMR a juicy peach. (laughs) Sponsored by Presidents of the United States of America. So, folks, from New York to L.A. What kind of peach is this? Fair time. 
That was oh my god, it's just crunchy. you know the 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 town we live in actually used to be called the peach capital of the world. So that's kind of cool. It's a known fact on Twitter that there are a lot of people that can't hold it together when I eat food. So it's so sensual, really. I mean. <laughs> I wish I can't believe you gave two bites away. I thought that you have to pay for the second bite. I wish we had video of this. I'm gonna have a fans only page, but it's just gonna be me eating food. <laughs> try not to try not to take the second bite during my refractory period. Sixteen dollars a month, you can watch me eat all sorts of produce and processed foods. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. All right, we're moving on to the next category, and we're gonna offer up our streaming recommendations that we have uh, done a lot of research to find. Um, can I just oh. say that when I pick the wrong thing and say the wrong thing, much more hullabaloo is made about it than when Brad does. Can I just say that? Sure, bud. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to hear that. Get, it, get it out, dude. It's going to get cut. God anyway. damn. All right, just cut that shit. Zach said something stupid again. I'm fucking angry at you guys right now. Um, I understand. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start that again. No. <laughs> no All right. Okay. Keep going. All right. So streaming recommendations. Um, I got Amazon Prime. Um, the uh, real life modern day Rachel Phelps. The story about Billy Bean, the modern day Rachel Phelps. Uh, working on a uh, small budget to uh, stir up the uh, Major League Baseball universe. Um, Moneyball is on Amazon Prime. Directed by Bennett Miller. Got Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, Robin Wright. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's a great, it's a great watch. And you know, it's talked about as one of the one of the greatest uh, sports movies of the two thousands. So uh, enjoy it and uh, sit down and watch it. It's an even better book. I haven't read it, but that's what I've heard. So, for my streaming recommendation, we're gonna go with a couple of couple of couple of slow slow uh you know high some high cheese here first of all we're gonna go with the program by our very own uh discount shoe warehouse uh director uh that's on tubi so if you're one of the four people with tubi out there or you can rent it on amazon prime or we're gonna go with the we we had a discussion earlier about what the best baseball movie was, and I said it kind of jokingly, but now I'm gonna say it very seriously. The best baseball movie of all time is Summer Catch, starring Freddie Prince Jr. and Jessica Biel. And you wonder why we is raise a hullabaloo. What is that the month of monkey? There's no, no uh, there's no monkey, but Brittany Murphy's in it, and uh, you know, Jessica Biel has a scene where she's swimming in the pool, and he's mowing her lawn, and it's just uh, Jessica Biel's like the main chick in it. Brittany Murphy's not the main girl in Summer Catch. Oh, thank, thank you, Nick. Does just does I've seen Summer Catch. <laughs> <laughs> I love the movie. You can stream it on Apple TV, and then we're gonna go with the true number one pick for the streaming equivalent to this movie, and that is going to be Mighty Ducks. All of them are on Disney Plus. It's the real, you know, Charlie Sheen is Charlie Sheen, but his actual talented brother, Emilio Estevez, plays, uh, you know, kind of a down-on-his-luck coach, and uh, I love that movie. What else you guys got? I just want to know why Brad didn't pimp Major League back to the minors from Stars. I mean, isn't that the natural thing to recommend, Brad? Is that, that, was is that on Stars? You can stream on Brad's uh, personal personal endorsement uh, streaming network. Stars has 
Major League back to the minors. Well, that's, I mean, I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk clear about, oversight. I would, I'm going to talk about sequels to the, this movie a little bit later, but I, I I don't have any thoughts on that. But right now, I'm going to say my streaming recommendation. <laughs> I shouldn't say streaming recommendation because neither of them are streaming. <laughs> They've been streaming at times. They'll be back soon, guys. They'll make a reappearance. <laughs> See if you can pick up a DVD. Our yeah. next category is saying the name of movies. Here we go. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and recommend uh, uh, two different movies. Uh, first off, Best of Times. Um, if you're looking for a movie that kind of just has a good feel of uh, a good cast of characters and it's entertaining, it's based around sports. Best of Times, one of the best football movies there ever is. And then the second, which I think is a little bit more associated with uh, Major League Mystery Alaska, underdog team. Has to try to uh, uh, play That's against the New York Rangers, call. and it's got uh, again a wide cast of characters, uh, very interesting, and it's uh, uh, the the hockey action is pretty solid. It's yeah, a, it's a, a great good movie. good movie, but they'll be streaming soon somewhere. I'll talk to my people at Stars. I can't I can't <laughs> believe that we recommended two hockey movies and didn't mention the fucking Handsome Brothers. I mean, I think we need to rename the podcast the Slapshot Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's not that's not a bad idea. All right. Thanks for the recommendations. Moving on to uh next category, our reshelf it and alternate endings category. Um I think we got a few good ones. Bradley, go Look, ahead and start us off. I'm gonna make this super quick. Essentially the alternate ending should have been the championship game is actually the ALCS. They needed to make the ALCS versus the Yankees. Game seven, so everything's on the line. They actually make the World Series with victory, and then Major League Two never happens. <laughs> That's the only reason I want the alternate because basically the fact that they shortchange them, it's just like, oh, it's like basically like the little play-in game, and that's it. They needed to go to the ALCS, make the, the, the stakes a little bit higher, and then Major League Two tries to like, oh, well, they did great last year, but let's see if they do better this year. No, that was bullshit. No Major League Two needs to happen. Major League should have ended after the ALCS. But you're not bitter at, about it at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, okay, so I got um, an idea for a drama that's basically the wrestler. It's it's the wrestler, <laughs> but it's Jake Taylor. Ooh. It's the story of Jake Taylor's path from the minors to the Mexican American League into the pros. His you know wasted his his broken marriage with Rene Russo and the comeback. But it is basically a dark drama, and it's it the focus is on Taylor. But the same things play out in the very end they win and everything like that he ends up with renee so i guess it's not the full-on wrestler it's dark but it actually ends pleasant fuck you hey a lot of alcohol painkillers he needed he needed that aspect oh you you watch i mean that that run to first base you know film dark when instead of you know what's his name um mickey work instead of jumping off the top ropes and ending there maybe the film ends with him running to first base and you don't know how it ends you know, maybe, Ooh, maybe some violin music instead of the piano. You see just that, real, that ugly real. knee twist as he kind of hits the yes. bag and suicide squeeze, and then it just cuts out before you know what yeah. happens. <laughs> right, right. I love. I get a little yeah. tingles of things about that. That's <laughs> nice. Chill moment. Yep. That's my drama. All right. So, for my alternate ending, we're gonna do something a little bit different, and I'm only bringing this up because I don't think we haven't talked about it yet, and I don't think that a lot of people would know this about Major League. So they had an original ending to the movie from what I've from what I've read. And if you own the DVD and have the alternate uh have the special special edition of special the, of the DVD, the special features, they have the actual filming of the alternate ending that was the original ending to the movie and then test audiences decided that 
the owner of the team needed to be a bad guy because she was sort of a bad guy throughout the movie. And then at the end, they had an ending scene where she comes across as Brad Pitt from Moneyball, right? Or or she's she's basically saying that she did all of this on purpose. We're going to play the clip for you guys, and then we'll be right back. You're trying to make me believe that you wanted us to win all along? Bull. What about the plane, the bus, the bad hotels? We were broke. We couldn't afford anything better. Why should I believe any of this? Now that we're winning, it's easy for you to jump on a bandwagon. If I really wanted you to lose, all I had to do was to send your best players back to the minors. But I didn't do that, did I? I personally scouted every member of this team. Except Hayes, of course. He was a surprise. They all had flaws that concealed their real talents, or I wouldn't have been able to afford them. I'm just... I think it's fucking great, and it would have ruined the movie. Do you, do you guys agree? Like Re- Reverse psychology. Yes. Like, I tricked all of you yes. into playing to better. Mo- to motivate them. Like, she's playing fucking 4D chess over here, and everybody <laughs> else has no idea what the fuck's going on. So, so you know, so so this isn't exactly right, but for anyone watching Ted Lasso, right? I mean, this is essentially... She, so so the, yes. te- the, 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 the the owner in Ted Lasso is, is a better version, a way more filled out, obviously, version of, of the of the owner in Major League. And she's not using a reverse psychology. She's sort of doing something similar, but comes around. And, I mean, talk about a great female owner, you know, sort of handoff right like first thing i thought i when i I started watching ted lasso i'm like they're basically ripping off major league right now unbelievable that none of us mentioned that for streaming recommendations like that's the perfect streaming recommendation for this movie it's literally the greatest show ever and (laughs) it's the same plot as the movie we just watched i will say this though with that with that alternate ending it ruins maybe the one of the best lines in the movie is i hate this fucking song like that (laughs) i mean just as much animosity she has when just that whole thing's going on like there's no way she's faking it the whole time that's that's a bunch of bullshit yeah so before we move on to the draft can i uh say one thing that we didn't get to which i think is cool supposedly like run out like you know bullpen uh, uh closers coming out of bullpen songs originated with this movie speaking of i hate this song so i, I mean that alone, right? I mean, thank you, Major League, right? I remember, like, you know, uh, Tre- Trevor Hoffman coming out to Hell's Bells for the Padres in the in the in the early two thousands. I mean, come on, like, yeah. the, is there anything more awesome than the killer closer coming out to a great great song? And, and then it, it kind of, I, I mean, might, I'll say, you I'll might say. argue that it's gone too far, right? Like every fucking guy that comes to bat has a stupid song, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's a nice it's a nice idea. And running in from the outfield. Yeah, oh, and not yeah. from the third baseline or first no, no. baseline. Open up the wall. But, yeah. Did Brian Wilson have a song? I think he. I think he. Oh, shit. I don't know, but I will say Sergio Romo with El Machon is like. Yeah. I mean, it's got this. It's yeah. just a fun little yeah. like yeah. Mexican beat. Just boop, 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 yeah. Just get you get down to it. Yeah. I mean, loves and, it. And again, like back to the point from earlier, which is this has just become part of fat the fabric of what the baseball right of society is like. Nobody, you know, nobody realizes that. Right, nobody thinks about it, but if you really do think about it, you know, wow, dang! I mean, it's iconic. It makes sense yeah. that it kicks it off, but then people just adopt it. Right, it's right. the way the universe is. I, I, for me, you know, if I'm going to sum it up, right, that to me again is the great thing about the movie. It just it 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 becomes so essential that you forget that that's where it came from. I completely agree. Just like this fucking guy. 
right? This fucking guy. Same thing. This fuck. yep. Nobody knows where that came from until they watch Major League and they're like, oh, shit. Just, just, just a, bit a bit outside. outside. It's too high. It's too high. It's too high. <laughs> Not too high, too hard. Right? <laughs> fuck you, Joe Boo. Oh. <laughs> we can keep going. Hey, friends. Does your vagina itch? Do you feel like you need some extra protection from your most sensitive skin? Does your sinker just hang there ready to get crushed? Are you having a hard time getting out of those sticky 3-2 counts? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then Vagisil is just the thing for you. Dab a little between your legs or on your hip or anywhere you might have a little itch between pitches, and you'll feel like you're 20 again, fresh, comfortable, and ready to take on the top of the lineup. Vagisil is not affiliated with Bev's Video King. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks. So um, all of you who are Bev's listeners or new, um, we uh, always move on to a draft topic in our pod. So um, hang out with us more if you want to hear us uh, talk more about Major League. But we're moving on to our draft for part two. So hang around for part two if you want. And um, to listen to our draft for most memorable movie coach. Thanks, guys. Start